YouTube sports fans and welcome to Inspire Pros Crack a Barrel and boy the next <laughs> show has more issues than Spider-Man we have romance we have drama we have pedophilia <laughs> Jesus <laughs> but uh yeah man this uh this this show a hero never dies too title wise has special significance I remember when we were doing our very first walkthrough of the Marquesa Holland Theater before it had been bought by AFS. AFS was showing A Hero Never Dies by Johnny Toe, and I bought tickets. I was like, I'm going to do the walkthrough, and then I'm going to sit through this this DCP of this, this obscure Asian film. And uh, Biss was like, I guess... Like, had flipped his car over while he was going through a fucking Hardee's drive through or something. He was trying to get an ice cream sandwich. What my damn ice cream sandwich? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I was, I, was, uh, I was waiting for him, and of course he didn't show up, which made us look <laughs> phenomenal to the building management. And um, so uh, I went, I just said, okay, well, he'll be here later. I'm going to go sit in this movie now. I'm very sorry, teehee. And... <laughs> And, of course, Biss shows up with, you know, his, like, 62 big gulp cup, like a 62 ounce, I don't know, it shows up. And Biss is not what I would call an art house film guy. No. He does not, yeah, he's not like a guy that you, you know, you're not going to find him, like, <laughs> eating fucking Tostinos and watching Fellini on the weekends, okay? No, I don't like French films. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. Um, anyway, so he comes in, though, and he sits through the movie, and he's like, that, that was pretty fucking good, bro. Yeah. Like, he liked the movie. I did. I yeah. enjoyed it. And so later on, we wound up actually uh, uh, using A Hero Never Dies as a nod to the fact that we had bonded further Yeah. Uh, in a dark room, <laughs> watching Asian men stab each other. Um, I learned a lot about the Hong Kong uh, film industry that day, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I yacked your I ear off. Something. But you, and then we did the walkthrough afterward, and so uh, we did. We did. We made a hero never dies, which is a great title in and of itself. Uh, it's you know obscure film. I figured oh, it's a nod to the shit that I like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know use that as a show title. Now um, when we came back to AFS, they had given us a year's worth of dates. Which is hard like, subject to change. <laughs> you never get that anywhere, man. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's usually like, oh, so, you know, these guys who like play the Glockenspiel are coming in next weekend. Uh, we have to move your show. It's always shit like that, right? The worst one is the like audio and light art show. Yeah, like, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, yeah that one's a real pain in the ass these days. Do you remember that time that we had somebody come into uh, the Marquesa and it was like some weird rave yeah. with like trapeze artists and yes, shit? Yes, and they left the sex toys up. Yeah, they left all the sex toys up. And we just had to kind of pretend like it was part of our theme or something. But, like, I came in and I was, like, sweeping up, like, body glitter and shit. And, like, people, like, those people, like, debt was really hard on me um, at that point. But I remember coming in and there were, like, all these, like, weird, like, yeah, like, like fetishist constructs hanging uh, around and shit. So I, like, I... It was weird. Yeah, I was, like, I had to clean up everything and, like, move a bunch of shit. Like, there was, like, these weird, like, stripper dance boxes I yeah. had to take apart. Anyway, this is part of the magic, folks, <laughs> of being a part of the business. Uh, but, yeah, anyway. Paying your dues, brother. So we got we got our slate of shows uh, a year ahead, uh, in advance, and we did, like, you know, because uh, this is a fucking nerd. Yeah. We did, like, one of those Marvel 
Marvel Universe kind of uh, uh, slate saying like these are all the shows and the dates in advance which was good because our workers could go okay well I won't go work the fryer at fucking Popeye's that weekend um that's mean. That's mean, right? None of our guys work the front. Yeah, I'm so, yes, they're all paying their bills with this shit, brother. Um, no, that's not true. Anyway. Yeah, so we we chose uh, A Hero Never Dies 2 as one of our event titles, and it would just so happen <laughs> that that event <laughs> would uh, would be our last event uh, at, at, at AFS yeah. um, because some sub-genius in their fold had decided to uh, lease out the space as business cubicles. At the uh, the Art House Theater. Yeah. That takes donations. Yeah. From, for, from yeah. the community for being yeah. like, you know, like like in the arts or whatever. Yeah. And I understand sometimes you, you know, you got to whore yourself out to make ends meet or whatever. Um, we can relate to that. I was bummed out because I, I felt like, well, I, I understand yeah. Okay, they're showing like weird, like artsy stuff, and then yeah. you have like Toothless Joe going to the bar from our show and standing next to some fucking blue hair, <laughs> like who's there to see some art house well, film, and is like, he's like, we don't need to like culturally yeah, pollinate yeah. there. Yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, I'm like Long Island iced tea, and he's like, I give me a Lone Star, yeah. you know. So it's like a, it's a weird like or mix three. culture of like people, which I think was awesome. Yeah. I love I love the. I love them. We're I love bringing the community show. together. Yes. It's like when we had that crazy woman come into our show. I've, t- I've told the story yeah. before, but she came into our show, and she asked if it was the Godard film playing, and she was standing there watching the guys in the ring, and I'm just like in my head, like, oh, you're off your meds, but she's like, is this the Godard film? And I'm like, no. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This is, and she's like, oh, where is the screen? And I, I kind of like bucked up and went. The ring is the screen, and she went brilliant, and she just handed over her money and like sat in the crowd, like that, like, like that's a real story. Um, but yeah, that woman was was troubled. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much for your twenty five dollars, man. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, yeah. So it, at one point, as I was saying, they were using the hall as a soundstage, and then the upstairs had editing docks. Uh, and then they were showing the actual finished product in the, in the film. So it was kind of like this nice circle of life in terms of film happening under one. under one. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> uh, under, under one under one roof, right? So it was a bummer that that happened. But um, yeah, we were unceremoniously kind of given the boot. Um, yeah. And I, I, I got to say it was probably due to the other promotions that were coming in. and uh, There was a reason they were looking to no longer be renting out events, right? And and the idea that cubicles might be a good idea yeah. popped into somebody's head. One of the things we were talking about was how, at this show, it was strange. Um, you have a battery of floor managers or facilities managers that you deal with. It's never really the same person. And the woman that I dealt with at this point uh, uh, for this event was kind of a dick. She wasn't very nice to me. I'm a nice guy. When I go in, I'm just basically, I try to be as accommodating and diplomatic as I can be. Especially with the building. Absolutely. Um, So, uh, we just got a flash flood warning. Biss, we're going to have to do eight more episodes. You're stuck here. I'm stuck here forever. I'm kidding, guys. We're not going to do that. (laughs) 
We don't. We don't. You wouldn't them. know if we didn't. Yeah. We'd yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, sorry. Anyway, it was this. It was this woman who was. Um, uh, she was disabled, I will yeah. say, um, differently abled, and um, I felt I, I actually went above and beyond to do what I could to accommodate her because physically I know it can be hard to yeah. you know maneuver and stuff like that. And when you're doing a live event, it requires a lot of physical work. Yes, like I go in at eleven o'clock and I'm busting ass. It's to, insane. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, really right? You got, it's a lot of physical labor. And so I was very much just like, hey, if there's anything I can do for you, you let me know. And she was sweating me about also just getting out on time. That was her biggest yeah. thing, it seemed to me. Yeah, I mean, she was just like on my ass. It, it, at one point, I'm like, I'm going over the script. I'm dealing with like all these issues of, of setup. And she's like on my ass. And at one point, I turn around and go, what the fuck is your deal? Like, I'm sorry, but I've been nice to you all day. And I'm in the shank of trying to make this event happen. And I'm sorry, but you're kind of interfering with the quality of shit here. And she kind of like went, okay. Yeah. You know, and she kind of went off. But anyway, this is going to play into the conclusion of the show. Okay. So anyway, uh, let's get into the card. Um, Moving forward. And our first match plays off of an interaction that happened at our last Show. Yeah, I like to yeah. refer to as the, uh, you know, the two ships passing in the night promo, which is, uh, you know, yeah. we we talked about it last yeah. podcast. But the last last show, you have Moonshine Mantel coming uh, into singles action after a break from Inspire, and things have changed mightily since Moonshine was last in Inspire. One of which is that Andy is no longer the dastardly, filthy individual who would stop at nothing. To achieve his goals and dreams of being a top dog in a small independent promotion. <laughs> um, but anyway, he Turned comes out. a Bon Jovi song. Yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, he comes out and he's like, uh, he's like, he, at the last show, he's like, brother, you, you, you used to dominate when you were a piece of shit. Why'd you clean up your act? That's the promo, right? In that show. And so we uh, kick off the show with Moonshine and Andy, and we know that these guys are going to tear it down. Okay. We know it. So this is a great opener, right? And it is a hard-hitting match. Man, I'm just saying, if this match happened in Ireland back in the day, there would have been no potato famine. Is that fair to say? <laughs> Plenty of taters. <laughs> Plenty yeah. of taters. These guys beat the hell out of each yeah. other. And this is a match where Moonshine goes over, Andy goes under. This is probably a time where Andy kind of needed a win. Yeah, but this... this uh, But this made sense. Story-wise, yeah. This made sense. But yeah, this drives yeah. home the promo, right? This, yeah. This kind of allows that click for yeah. Dalton that makes sense we, we Yeah, we had this idea where we really wanted to do uh, something where we built up to Moonshine and Andy uniting along with Davidson and kind of becoming this Freebird type filthy uh, stable in our company that represented very traditional wrestling. I think that's a really, I love the trope of the traditional wrestling uh, group really hating on what professional wrestling has become it's it's it's, it's a, fun it's fun uh it's fun to make fun of yeah <laughs> um but yeah anyway uh moonshine goes up andy loses but andy really does have to dig deep he really has to summon uh some of his formerly cast out demons yeah. to try and, and get over but i think he you know at this point he realizes yeah what the fuck am i doing and uh it's a it's a good it's a good match man 
Yeah, there's a, a little bit of that, right? The uh, he doesn't have that that dog in him anymore. No, you know, like the he's the uh, he's the good boy now. Right? Yeah. So I mean, I, I feel like a lot of times when I hate this in major companies where the good guy is just good because he came back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like they just change alignment because someone took a break. Yep. I love evolution. I love character arcs. And this is definitely one of those moments where we see Andy realize, like, man, I, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. You know? And Andy is a guy who is naturally frustrated. That's fair to say. That's so, a good way to put so it. So yeah. it's like it kind of like plays on just who he is. I mean, yeah. dude, is n I've never seen him happy. Never. There's always something. He can be joyous, but it, he's never never really super happy. Yet. Nope. Anyway, yeah, great match, great opener, kind of kicking kicking us off on this angle-driven uh, note. Uh, and after that, we have the Inspire Pro Twin Dragon Connection title for the number one contendership. You said it, brother. And it's a battle royal. Uh, have we vacated at this point? I can't even remember. I don't think we've officially vacated here. Okay. No. No, we would not have vacated. All right. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm tired. So, this match... Uh... Anyway, this is a... Uh, this is a... Uh, a contendership match, right? And we have... Fuck! Which is friends under corporate contract, because, you know... Veiled profanity... <laughs> Fucking sophistication be thy name. Can, can I didn't come up with that, by the way. I know. You okay. remember who came up with it, right? Yeah, Dan. Dude, one of the... Um, I'm going to put him over here. Um, good. One of the guys that is really good at like names and just catchy marketing stuff. So we... I'm going to jump all over the place. You know, get used to it. We're down with dying, uh, dwindling shows here so um recently we we had the uh, three-way the teflon john name that they came up with for johnny bedlam that was dan the man too like, wow the guy like just really has a knack for like names that he knows are gonna be catchy and catch on so yeah anyway um yeah he he named friends under corporate contract uh but also in this match was fun and sexy with baby d and phoebe and man, I gotta tell you, at this point, um, after having Phoebe really rammed it down my throat, <laughs> I really did not enjoy meeting her. I felt like I was meeting the popular girl in high school. She just, she was just very much like, uh, yeah. Like yeah. I was bugging her anytime I went fucking near her. And it's like, hey man, we're working together. What the yeah. fuck, you know? But this, just like her attitude was just out of control here. Yeah, this was the deal where, um, we had had her pitch to us since we started using Baby D. They were sabotage tag champs, I think. Um, I know that they were. I, yeah. Right? So, and so, like, it was constantly, well, when are you guys going to use Phoebe? When are you going to use the tag team? Blah, blah, blah. Right? So, we finally agreed to use her, and it's just about the time, like, she develops this weird attitude and ego over it. Um, I, I have been told that she's since had, like, a humble crash and come back up, but, like, Bro, like it was pretty out of control for somebody. Yeah, I mean, I, a, I gotta say this, right? Like my my entire disposition here is that I want Inspire to be a place that's fun to go work at, 
And so if I get a whiff of butthole, I'm fucking slamming the door on you. And this pretty much happened here. I'm just like, man, why you gotta be why you gotta be difficult? Why you gotta be mean? Not that there's like, anything wrong with whiffing butthole if that's what you're into, but continue. Yeah, that's gross. Um, but anyway, you know my, what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. not talking about butthole in the erotic sense, Biss. That's I'm all talking, cool. That's I'm talking cool. about being an asshole. Yeah, about that's being not a cool. Jerk. Not cool at all. Yeah, buttholes, assholes. Okay, I'm sorry. Whatever. I, she was just not very polite, and she's very difficult to deal with, and she acted like she just would rather be fucking shining or waxing cars on a used car lot somewhere. She just acted bummed to be there. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Because I And I'd seen her at previous shows, and she seemed okay. Yeah. But here she was I, just... I think we just had perfect storm peak of, the, of whatever was going on there. Yeah. Anyway, we also have uh, Fly Death, who are from the uh, Reality of Wrestling... Yeah, Booker T School. Uh, school, yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely have kind of a modern Harlem Day Heat thing, but... They're not as hulking and huge. They've, yeah. they've got a definite uh, athletic uh, uh, vibe to them. Yeah, they're and, definitely the the components of hey, here's here's the super athletic guy and, and kind of the bruiser, and um, <clears throat> yeah, sort of in that same formula. Yeah, and then we have the cool, where uh, here at this point we debut uh, Kiefer Bartek is here, and he is uh, flanked by Will Allday. Who, uh, man, this is Will Allday's debut, and I yeah. cannot say enough good shit about Will Allday. Man, like, um, former uh, Division One college running back at Rice University, like... But not only that, he was a guy that was in theater. Yeah. Which is a perfect combination for a pro wrestler. That's exactly what you want, right? I, the minute that this guy sets foot in the room, you look at him and you're just like you're blinded by a smile and people like fucking bow to him and like they're down on their knees and you know it's like he's like Jesus if Jesus didn't <laughs> fucking suck um <laughs> not I don't think not. Jesus sucks his followers are okay well there, there you go yeah. I don't know it seemed man. to be a nice I don't, one, I don't know um he doesn't have the rock star ego of Jesus <laughs> no not which I think is why Jesus got fucking stuck yeah I bet that guy showed up at the green room one day and asked for green M&M's and they were just like Pounding in the fucking nails after yeah. that, you know. Yeah, fuck him. Anyway, you just was just pissed about the green M and M's, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, no, man. Will all day just when I first saw him and I'd seen him wrestle and I just like interacted with him, he reminded me of Matt Palmer, yep. and I was just like, ooh, I cannot wait to get Matt and Will in the same room. At this point, so let's kind of um, let's talk about here what's kind of going on with Palmer. Cause yeah, you haven't heard that name in a while, right? Yeah, we're on hiatus from Palmer. Palmer is being—he's kind of an evasive and an avoidant personality. Um, I know he was doing limited stuff with Revolver. He had pitched to bit like at this point, he's not talking to me. Oh, is this a, I, a I pause make, when you guys yeah, talking? Yeah, well, I mean, that? I make. I make pitches to him, and he's just like, well, I don't want to come back and do that. Yeah. He's being kind of an asshole about it. Yeah. He's just like, I don't want to do that. Just, you know, better than better than, better than than everybody. Uh, but that's not really the case. I think he was masking a lot of personal pain in terms of just his body. Yeah, there was definitely some, some uh, yeah. injury and some health stuff going on that, I mean, I thought that maybe he talked to you about it, but, like, it, just no one hurt. We didn't know it was going on, right? Um, and then, 
I mean, there's also, as you've seen with, with Ricky in the past, right? There's sometimes where, like, just a break is good, you know? Sometimes, and, yeah. And, you know, so... And and a lot of the stuff that he was pitching, too, I didn't like. Um, he was pitching us bringing in Barbie Hayden as a tag partner. Yeah. And at that point, while I had really enjoyed working with Barbie in the past, I felt like there was a disconnect in terms of her... Uh, her perception of her value yeah. in terms of this market. So at this point, she's with um, Women of Wrestling and is doing the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleader thing for that. But like, Inspire Pro, like we would insult our fans if we brought in that that gimmick. Nobody, nobody would have cared yeah. about it. A, it, it, they people don't watch cared, that. People would have cared about Barbie. Yes, but at the same time, the 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 number was just way off for me but also the idea of bringing barbie in with matt i think would have required some sort of setup yeah i don't think that you could just do it i don't think people would go oh i accept this because <laughs> this isn't you know this isn't san antonio where you just people are just showing up to a show and they don't really care about the context you know um I, I, man i still disagree with that well you know what here okay you know what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this barring heavy metal hi dylan i'm not talking about you I think there are a lot of shows that happen in San Antonio that people talk up that really don't have very many people attending. Yeah. And I think it's because of the fact that context is meaningless to the promoter. Absolutely. Okay, is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I think if you give people something to bite into, they will. People being lazy doesn't necessarily just make it a pop. What's like when RCW says, 600 motherfuckers were here in this Chili's where we said, you know what I'm talking about. Fuck off. You know, yeah. Yeah. Just... Yeah. I love the people of San Antonio. Yeah. I don't know if I do. I don't know if I do. Anyway, let's continue. Um, but, yeah, and then we had uh, Joe DeMauro and Mark Champion, who were, uh, uh, they were they were being trained at that point by uh, ACH. Yep. And they were part of the Super Academia school. I have the in, second class. in my far-off mind this first class versus second class feud. Yeah. And I'm very excited about it. But it's way off, you know. Yeah. But, you know, I always said, I have vision, motherfucker. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, Ashton and T-Ray go over in this match, which means that they are the number one contenders to the Twin Dragon Connection title. This becomes very clutch later uh, on. I'm going to make a, a small point. Do you remember what they did last show? What? Exactly. So in the last Wait, show... Who? Ashton and T-Ray. Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah. So here's the deal. They put T-Ray over three-on-one handicap match. Yeah. Here, but we've already heated them back up. Yeah. Them losing that match did well, nothing no, to I their mean, momentum. At this point... And I just want to kind of point out Okay, that. no, 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 no. But I will say this, right? I'm paying attention, and at this point, well, beyond, like, further back even, people are starting to pop for T-Ray. People are watching him, and I think it's one of those things where people watch somebody's work ethic. It's the smart yeah. fan thing. The smart fan notices when a wrestler is good. People love to shit on the smart fan, but you know what? Sometimes a smart fan is fucking right, you know? So, and to my point there too, right? For the guy that comes in, oh man, all I'm doing is losing. Well, fuck, no, yeah. these, these guys just lost a three-on-one handicap match. To be fair. And still kept their fucking momentum. Trenty never complained about what we yep. were doing. He yep. knew that there was something on the horizon, okay? And... This is this is an example, but I also noticed that people were starting to really respond to him, and I was like, "We're not going to be able to just do heel, 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 heel forever." You yeah. Know? 
So anyway, yeah, the, we, but but also like we have some stuff going on here. It's just, that's an example yeah. that I wanted to highlight because we yeah. we talked about it a few shows ago, and I I think that's important to. Yeah. It's not as like nuclear dire as no. people try to make it out to me. So okay, uh, the next match. Oh boy. Inspire Pro Undefinable Title. Uh, number one contendership match with Shotzi Blackheart versus Rachel Rose, and Shotzi, uh, her departure is imminent. Yeah, we we I think I was even nervous that she was gonna drop out on this show. Yeah, I thought she was yeah. gonna bail. So you know? we we should have about one more show, and her her and Cody, or especially Cody, really want to work together. Yeah. Right at yeah. this point, because I think Cody had gone up to Indianapolis yeah. and worked some of the shows that. Uh, she was involved with the. This is this is one of also my surreal interactions with Rachel, where I learned that her first indie wrestling show was an Inspire show, yeah, and that she was very much uh, an appreciator of what we'd done. Because like when 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 I met her, when I met her, she was very guarded. Yeah, I was very like I think I think that's just a thing that a lot of women have to do. They have to kind of put up that barricade if they're they're very serious. Because there's some shitheads. So out many there, shitheads, yeah. right? Um, and she at this point, this is where she starts to actually talk to me like I'm not a creep. <laughs> and she tells me like, yeah, I went to this show and I was really blown away. And then she went into training and she said, it's always been a dream of mine to to be on an Inspire show. That will never and not blow my mind. It makes me want to cry. It literally makes it chokes me up, you know. That feels wonderful, but yeah. Anyway, Rachel, uh, uh, Rachel, I I love Rachel, and she has come so far. But uh, Shotzi is up here in this match, yeah. setting up a undefinable uh, uh, title match with, between her and Cody potentially, because this is the match that they both want. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make a sidebar too because I think it's a. Uh... I don't think I told you this story, What's that? but um, so the indie showcase, uh, Joe Lozan, who works for Voices of Wrestling, has seen a lot of wrestling. A lot Hi, of indie, Joe. Right? Yeah, wrestling. He's not listening to us. He's a big fancy podcaster. Does he uh, not listen to us? I don't know. He may. I listen to him. <laughs> you better guilt trip that motherfucker. Uh, so maybe he give us a plug. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Where's your plug? Joe? What the fuck are you doing with your time, Biss? <laughs> Get it together, you fucking Fozzie Bear looking motherfucker. Come Whoa. on. No. Calm down, Oh, Jay's no, serious. no, 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 sir. No. Uh, anyway, talk about your excursions some more. <laughs> Please. It's my favorite thing. The things that you shut it. me out of. Please. Look, I invited you, sir. I know, but I couldn't. And you know why. <laughs> yeah. So he, he stated that Rachel Rose was the uh, best wrestler he saw on that card. Really? Yeah. He loved the little detail stuff that Rachel does. She's magic. And She's magic. Yeah, I really think that's her. Like, And, and she was in the squash with Nyla Rose. So it mm. wasn't like she was like throwing her fucking, you know, dragon ranas and shit, you know? Yeah. Um, so very, very cool to see somebody else pick up on that. And I think that's something that we noticed right yeah. away, too, is the little stuff. I'm high as hell on Rachel. So, all right, I'm done putting myself over. Okay, my, you done? You done talking trying. about your fucking excursions? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, up next we have the six way with Ethan Price, Cam Cole, Gregory Irons, Joey Ryan, Luigi Primo, and Veda Scott. Whom, by the way, AEW. What the fuck are you doing, man? Get her on that commentary yeah. team. Not that they give a fuck. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know. Come on, Dark. You can't put her on Dark. Come on, guys. Um, yeah. 
But I believe, this is a weird match. I, this is one of those weird like matchmaking things on this weekend where we have a bunch of different yeah. promotions running, bringing in people, yeah. and like being like, "Oh, I want to use that." And I want to. Yeah, use yeah. That. And you're like, "Hey, brother, can we get this motherfucker <laughs> on the card?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And then you go, "Oh, oh we put this guy in this match. It doesn't make sense." And I'll go like, "But that doesn't make sense." <sighs> So I think this this started with us just wanting to get Cam Cole and Ethan together in the same ring because Cam was well. I mean, I don't think th- I don't think that was the the entire pitch. Um, but yeah, I, I think, think that was maybe the skeleton, the bones of it. You're right? evil, yes. Um, and then you know Gregory Iron comes in for heavy metal, and we find a spot for him. Gregory is great. I love him, and I know if we. You talked about like. Like tagging Veda and Gregory again. Yeah, because there's an old school tag but, team in but Ohio there. Yeah. Nothing made sense at that point uh, yeah. against that team. Um, well, they would have gotten tossed in the yeah. Battle Royal, and I think we didn't want to like just let it get lost in no, that. No, no. Which makes sense. Nope. But like, uh, I can bitch and moan, but, but I think that does make sense. Anyway, Luigi is on fire here. Yeah. Uh, this is Joey before the allegations emerged. What we know now. And Jesus. Do we really know, though? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that we've talked about this. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Veda was, was a very last-minute last addition. Yeah, Veda is this person that I've always wanted to do right by, but we just never got the opportunity. Going back to the Brandon Stroud fiasco, mm-hmm. where he was putting her in all these dumb things. But, like, Veda has, like, endless value just as a wrestling pundit. As a commentator, she has she has history going back to like working on the cold case files. A lot of people don't know that she actually is a fucking lawyer, guys. This woman, this 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 just like insanely well-rounded human being. Also, she's just so nice. She's nice. I don't understand how she's not a linchpin in somebody's fucking uh, locker room at this point. Um, somebody needs to fix that. If I had a million dollars, she'd be, like, one of the first people I call. Um, but yeah, man, Ethan Price goes up. We're building Ethan up. We're building up Big Strong Boy, who is Roxy Castillo's client at this point. But yeah, this is, uh, this is... I am proud of those Big Strong Boy shirts. Yeah. They're cute. Anyway, Ethan up in the six way shining them up shining them up uh, and also having fun in the process that's what this is about but up next we have the Inspire Pro Pure Prestige title match with MJF versus Terrell Tempo and this is a loser leaves town match and I I'm proud of this one man because you know the fan thinks that they, they think they know how things are going to go yeah right we knew. You that don't the, always we know. Knew, we knew shit that nobody knew. And so, you you know, you want to take advantage of that. And uh, we, we can't just get rid of Tempo. No. And I hope, I hope in retrospect, Tempo looks back at this and goes, yeah, they gave me that. Yeah. You know? Because we were looking out for him. We knew MJF was upward and onward, you know? Uh, anyway. Yeah. So the match here is the stipulation is that the title is on the line. But if Tempo cannot get the job done... He has to fucking leave Texas. Yeah. But we knew that Timbo was leaving Texas, so it made, <laughs> it made sense, right? So, For at least like four people, yeah. Yeah, anyway. So yeah, we have Maxwell Jacob Friedman versus Terrell Timbo, and guess what? Timbo leaves fucking town because he loses. Loses. Anyway. But he comes back next show 
with a mask and we call him Charlie Brown from Out of Town. No, right? we don't do that. We don't do that? No. That's not what we did here? No, stop it. I swear it. that, was, that no. wasn't tempo. No, talk about the match. It was, I mean, what do I say? It's fucking What do tempo. I say? It's tempo and MJF. Like, <laughs> like we said, like, this is also Tempo's chance to, like, get that uh, retribution and be the baby face coming out, too. Yeah. Um, but it's also, it's they're equally built in stature. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, whereas usually they're either working down to, to somebody, you know, smaller than them. Yeah. There, there's that nice... There's that nice thing when somebody's evenly sized where, like, anything's on the table. You yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that really opened up what they were able to do with each other. And then Tempo's just such a hoss, you know? Um, at, from a technical standpoint, they were able to do a lot of stuff in this match that they weren't able to do with other people. Isn't this also where Ch- Tempo came back out to uh, yeah. turn down for the what? Fucking, yeah. The fucking... There are certain songs that just... I, I know the fans love them. Yeah. But, like, for me, I just go... Well, that's going to be a copyright strike. That's going to be a copyright strike. Because when we we load this stuff through YouTube, so, like, there's certain stuff that, like, just right away gets picked up, and that's one of them. Well, I don't care. It floods my interest. Look, Biss, you're this guy that's always going, I'm here to sell tickets, brother. <laughs> and anyway, it's about the live uh, experience, so that's what matters most. But anyway, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF. Oh, I can't wait to talk about some shit later. Oh, next show? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is a, he defends against uh, Terrell and Terrell loses and so Terrell has to move out of exactly. Texas he's gone and he's a little gone, bit extra folks. heat for MJF because he needs just a little bit more heat yeah people hate but, him but that's what that's what's awesome about who hate who's more hated in the company at this point Jojo or him oh it's pretty equal because at this point like we had even kind of pulled the rug out on them as far as Jojo taking care of fucking MJF, right? Yeah. Like, we told them that they wanted that, and then yeah. told them they weren't getting it. Yeah. So... This is... I gotta say, though, at this point, I'm fucking mad, because, ten, like, even though Jojo's been set up with some good shit, he's doing that thing where he's not listening to me. He's supposed to be out here for this match. Oh, yeah, he just doesn't... <laughs> he doesn't show... He there. doesn't do it. He doesn't listen to me. Yeah. And it, it's funny, because, like, I could be... I, I'm, like, somewhat, like... What the fuck? Where's JoJo? But I'm also in my deepest heart going, I love that guy. So, He's like the family dog that shits on man, the rug, and you're just like, oh, you're so, so cute. I'm just so gonna, like, I'm just gonna scrub the shit out of this <laughs> fucking carpet. But, we may only have five shows left to cover. Yeah. But the fireside with JoJo, it's like snake bitten, but it has to happen. Uh, it does have to happen. Yeah. I, guys, guys, I have to talk about this. We've been trying to set up a fireside with uh, J Serious for a while, but. Bad things keep happening to me, and I keep happening. I I, I have to reschedule. Anyway, um, hopefully soon. And I feel like if there's going to be, like, a show where, like, a fight breaks out, that'll be the one. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Should I come referee? I think you might need to. Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah. And also, like, that's probably going to be the first fireside you listen to because you're on it, right? Yeah, you definitely. fucking egomaniac. Do anyway, like some bis. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> hey, at least there's. Oh, you're the guy. Um, <laughs> and speaking of this, uh, anyway, so yes, we have a hospital match, which is straight bis territory, where we have uh, Cody L- Lane Summers, who is the uh, Lawless Darkness Undefinable Champion, versus Dmitry Alexandrov, 
Ryan Davidson and Thomas Shire. This is the big. This is like if like you were gay and there was a Chippendales review. This would be your Chippendales review, what? right? I, I would be into the Bears. You would be in the Bears, yeah. yeah. This is this is <laughs> <laughs> only if they beat the shit out of each other. Yes, but um, on the pole, you know. Yeah. Anyway, that's. I mean, actually, that sounds like a. That's this a is good promotion, but for this somebody is to yeah. Well, there and, are and there are sort of there are gay gay wrestling promotions though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but like the bear um, pole fucking beatdown. Yeah, like, like Pero, go I need fucking to, jump on man, that shit. Fuck man. you, I'm jumping ship. I'm going over to that promotion. I'll book that <laughs> shit. Anyway, uh, yeah, Cody Lane up on Dimitri. Dimitri's got this whole like um, Russian bear fighter thing, but he's dressed kind of like a pilot. No, what the bomber jacket? He's got the bomber jacket. He doesn't have that here. Oh, he, just maybe show, not here. he just shows up looking like a crust punk or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he he doesn't. He does. He he he's just. He looks. He's just smiling, but he looks homeless. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we have Ryan Davidson, who is of course TV ready as always. Yes, phenomenal talent. And that like dude, the Grizzly, right? Isn't yeah, that his nickname. I think so. That's why Dimitri and Ryan were yeah. such a good like combo. And then there's Thomas, who is the. Um, I feel like I am the Thomas Shire of screenwriting. Yeah. I feel like I started super hot and then got, I don't know, just as I got older. The, just, the hooker that's from... That's mean. I'm sorry. I'm I just naturally inclined <laughs> to be mean. But, the you know... Hooker Tom, from Haas Island. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, anyway. Cody goes... being a term. And for, Cody goes up, right? This 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 is a bit of a garbage garbage uh, match with, where there's like some antics, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they brought out the toys a little and bit. There's here. a lot of toys here. Uh, people hitting each other with kendo sticks and shit from that fucking flash sale that Biss attended where they were selling like 100 kendo sticks for $5. So people are beating the we shit out of each other. fuck out of kendo sticks. Oh, yeah. There were here. a lot of kendo sticks, man. But yeah, this is Kendo Island here. Uh, it's a good match. It's fun. It's wild. Big guys beating the shit out of each other, but it's like not not known flippy shit, you know. Yeah, and it kind of um, gives Cody a little bit of that rub too, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, up next, we have the uh, pedophile portion of the show. Oh God, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um, so hybrid wrestling school brought in Rory Gulak for a seminar, and um, we brought him in, and like Rory style matches great with Steve Arino, so like. Early on in the card, the match was. Uh, 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 pause. I can tell at this point in the in the. Well, I mean, early on, like I pitch this match, and I think I'm thinking like, oh, Steve was gonna like this, right? Yeah. Steve was gonna, and he is a. <sighs> Let's just say he's less than enthusiastic. Yeah. Like this is something that he could run with. Yeah, because this is a. Beautiful opponent for him. At yes, this point. but no, he's all the other shit was. Dead. He's mad. Yeah, he's, he's mad at. He's just kind of like I don't, I don't care, I don't care, I don't know what I'll do. I'll come and be Steve Arena. The fucking. You know what? You know what Steve O is? He's the fucking Jimmy Stewart, a fucking Inspire Pro. He is Jimmy Stewart, but you know he he's mad that like Jimmy Stewart isn't in every fucking match. You know? Yeah. Okay? Is that right? Yes. Okay. I like I like Steve-O. I'll hang out with him any day, but... So Chandler Hopkins is in this as well. Yes, the Chippendales and... uh, uh, fucking Woody from Toy Story. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> okay, go so, on. So Chandler gets a win here to get the number one contendership, yes. which is the business side of this. Yes. Right? So with, this is very early on. Card building wise, this is very early on. Yes. I just put a pin in that because we're going to get yes. to that later. All right. Um, is there anything else? I mean, the match was fine. Yeah, it's fine. There's nothing else to Whatever, really you know. go into. It's garbage. No. No, it was good. It was a good match. Yeah. No. I mean, we don't... I mean, it's... I think we, this is where our privilege is showing, Biss. Yeah. Because, like, we've got, like, all these great pieces, <laughs> and these guys are putting on these matches where they just kick the shit no, out of each other. Probably like, stand out. And yeah, yeah. We're, like, we're, like, sitting over there, we're, like, drinking, drinking our tea with our pinkies mm-hmm. out. Get the fuck out of here. Like... This is this is a ridiculous match. It also makes me angry that we're not running shows right now because holy shit, like yeah. we're good at this. We're good at this biz. Anyway. Speaking of good at this, this is uh the payoff of what we talked about last show, the J series. J series versus Jinalin, where you have the most one of the well, I mean he's tied with MJF. Yeah. He is reviled. Like if he goes out there and you put him on a mic, the building drowns him out because they fucking want him to die so badly. Um, he, people want him to fucking. That's what you want. You want that guy that people want to fucking die. Like they want him to just fucking like fold up and blow away. And then you have Jenna Lynn, who is this adorable, skilled, <laughs> just wonderful little girl karate kid karate kid gimmick. Uh, and you know every time she she comes across is just ornate underdog, and every time. Every time she comes out and she beats somebody that's like obviously going to beat her as this underdog, people lose their minds. Yeah. And so, yeah, the the logic here is that if you have a guy that beats someone that is really beloved, people are going to fucking hate that person. <laughs> a little even. bit more heat. Yeah, a little bit Just more heat. Pump the balloon up. Yes, yes. So, Jay Sirius obviously defeats Jenna Lynn because we are fucking sadistic. Yes. Okay? But also, like, it, it, it really does garner sympathy for Jenna. Yeah. You know she's not going away. And she's not ready for... She's no. not ready for that title match. No, 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 no. Yeah. Not at all. You know? That's the thing is, like, you have her kind of come back and... She'll, 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 she'll go through her journey. Yeah. And she'll build. And she'll become more rugged. And she'll become ready. Ready for that opportunity. This is storytelling. You fucking, fucking assholes who yelled at me at the door. This is the point, man. These people, this is, uh, I'm done. Anyway, I'm done. Anyway, no. Yeah, Jay Sirius uh, goes over on Jenna Lynn. And we know that there's more to this story to come. Because we have to run next month. Yes, yes, indeed. (laughs) Anyway, um, okay, so. Well, we know we have Chandler Hopkins and Jay Sirius now. Whew. Yeah, we have Chandler Hopkins, who the housewives love. Yes, they do. <laughs> uh, Inspire Pro Twin Dragon Connection title match with Juicy Thunder, which is Cherry Ramones and Thunder Rosa against uh, LAX. Uh, Ortiz and Santana. I gotta tell you, I love these motherfuckers. They were so easy to do. I love these motherfuckers. Yeah. Also, they are fucking good. Yeah. God and, damn, they're good. And this was a product we we ran with the SCU and put the tag belts on top, and we we drew yeah. a great house. Uh-huh. And tag team wrestling had kind of dipped, and it was coming back up. Yeah. So it was like, fuck, it, let's just go get the best tag teams. Um. So this was another good chance to uh to bring in some tag teams. 
What date is this? Yeah, this is a uh, this is like double or nothing weekend. Okay, too. so this is this is this is one of my ideas where we add a wrinkle to this match. Yeah, and I don't remember why. I do. Uh, Santana blew his knee oh, out. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, you know, he needed more bodies in the ring, right? Um, yeah. So it like. Yeah, he need because he like he was hurt, so yeah. he needed to make it look like he wasn't hurt. And I had this idea, and I think you were not you were not into it at first, but then it's it grew on you. A lot. So folks, yeah. for the folks at home, a lot of the time I'll go, hey, w- w- like being a crunch, like a few days before the show, shit's fucked up, and I'm like, why don't we do this? And I know Biss well enough to go, don't say shit, sleep on it, and Biss will sleep on it and go, yeah, that's good because most of the time he'll yeah. just go, fuck that shit, <laughs> fuck you, I hate you. We're, we're closing shop. <laughs> You're garbage. One of these days I'm going to pull it off. And then, and then it'll like kick me in the stomach I and actually, spit on me. <laughs> and I'll cry. Yeah. I um, actually, I don't think this was one of those instances though. Because this, this just was. Sure? Yeah, because this was real easy. You, can, really, you can't even pretend. Okay. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really pissed for a day. And then I woke up and I was like, no. Well, I mean, I, I feel like that's where we get along, right? Yeah. Because you were like all this, like, you're always like this harbinger of like bad shit. You always deliver the bad news. Like, yeah. you're like, you're like the Grim Reaper of like, you like, you like knock on my door in your fucking hood with a scythe and you're like, I've got some bad news for you. What are you going to do about it? And I'm like, okay, okay, well, why don't we do this? <laughs> and then you're like, just like, that's shit. And I'll go, hold on. Think about it. But like, I think we got, that's our, that's our working relationship is yeah. I'll, I'll pitch ideas and you'll go, let me think on this for a day. Yeah. And then usually you'll come back and go, I think this can work. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway. And yeah. that, that may have been how this one went. I don't entirely remember. But I remember being happy that I could take that back to, uh, so to Santana and go, hey, man, we've we, got, we you. got you. We got you covered. Yeah, this. we got you covered. So anyway, yeah. uh, earlier in the show, you may remember yeah. <laughs> that Friends Under Corporate Contract, otherwise known as Fuck, uh, had won the uh, tag title contendership yep. and so we have Dan pedal his ass out and go I want to cash in now yeah. and so um, Ashton and T Ray go out there and they make it y- did you all fuck this up on me did we fuck what up did you fuck this up no cause I had like I can't remember was I mad was this a tornado style or like was there like always three people in the ring cause that's a thing that we argue about a lot I, I honestly can't remember. Okay. Um, they may have tagged out. Yeah, I remember that. that yeah, that happened. That pissed yeah. me off. Y'all are fucking dumb. That's the dumbest shit ever. Yeah, but... If you're gonna... It, no, it sir. I, I understand. No, but the point was that, like, fucking Santana's there and he's hurt, right? Yeah. So it makes sense. Like, if you gotta have him in the ring and you have two other guys with Santana, it makes sense. But you guys, you all, all you, you, you Andy cut, Dalton yeah, was a you big. You cut the percentage oh, down, but yeah. I'm not going to be able to sell it to you. You're so all wrong. Fine. You're all wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. It's also sexier. People love that shit. Anyway, um, this was a really good match. Yes, despite the tag outs, folks. Yes, despite the tag outs. I'm just saying, if you're going to have a three-way, it doesn't matter. Like, why would the fuck would you tag in someone from another team? That's stupid. Um... Cherry is not looking good here. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. 
And I, I don't know if it was the show before this or this no, show. No, this was it. Where he's like, hey, I'm I'm done. Yeah. Um, Which puts us in a horrible position. And he's not looking good. Yeah. Whereas he was looking pretty goddamn good for a while. Yeah. And then he came out here looking kind of like Kenny Powers, kind of. Yeah, you know? he fluctuates. Yeah, it's, he fluctuates. It's a battle that he's had. I mean, he looks, he looks amazing now. He looks no. He's he's gone back south. What? Oh, yeah. God, it's a roller coaster. He, he can't with that keep guy. track. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um, we knew that. Yeah. Anyway, we knew that shit was up at this show. Uh, but I mean, honestly, if I had seen him prior to this, yeah. Fucc would have probably gone over. It would have been a different. It would have been a different situation. Yeah. But I was. I was bummed out because Cherry comes out and and he's like, I'm done. And yeah. it's like, well, I would have booked this differently, you know, and I couldn't. And a lot of the times I don't see a guy until they're out there, you know. And, and so, we're talking two months between shows too, folks. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's a long time for stuff to change. Man, if you want to see me fuck up my body in a month, and I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not even fucking an athlete. Um, anyway, uh, uh, Juicy Thunder up, and some interesting shit happens at the end of this. Do you remember? No. You don't? Did you not watch the show? I don't remember what happens at the end of this. Well, Trenty and Ashton not getting shit done. Ah, uh, yes. Got Kisses you. off yeah. the main man. Dan the man. Yeah. Dan the main man. So what happens? Huh? Okay, never mind. I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm going to let some people write in and tell you why you're wrong about shit. Anyway, no. Is young Trinity going to write into me? Yeah, young Trinity will write into me. Anyway, it's it's a good match. Go find it on high spots. Watch it. Yeah. Make us some money. Anyway. Just a little bit. Yeah, least. anyway. So the final, the final. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. The three-way match main event. This is this thing that I cooked up. <laughs> okay, so I cooked this up, right? And the, the entire point is like, uh, okay, I'm gonna cook. I'm gonna come up with a gimmick. I'm gonna do a three-way where these three people are going to vie for becoming the face of Inspire Pro. They're gonna be the poster boy. They're gonna be like that little, little face on the side of of the fucking you know whatever bullshit <laughs> issue that we put out, right? And uh, we put Ricky Starks. With uh, Delilah Doom and Zach Taylor, right? And uh, uh, <laughs> Steve-O's not happy about this. Completely, I mean, not to pull the curtain back too much. No, pull it back, motherfucker. Like, Stop being a fucking but like vagine. This, no, get no, get this, this together, okay? And then like, he, why do I always have to be the guy that's the bad guy that talks shit? You're going to be the one that gets mad at me for saying it. Yeah. But, like... The the gimmick too was completely just to add spice it was to this match. Stupid. Yeah, it was a stupid. Like, 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 oh fuck, what's we we need state? Why is this match happening? There has to be something on the line. Well, fuck. Well, what if we call the winner the face of the company? Oh, that'd be fucking cool. Yeah. Okay, that's something. Yeah. Completely pulled it out of our ass. A little yes. Bit. <laughs> and can I say that? Yes. We we. We had Delilah I'm the, ki- Doom. I'm the king of pulling shit out of my ass. <laughs> we had Delilah Doom. We had Ricky's. St- we had the fucking scraps. Well, okay, left. okay. But also, because I know that you're like this big, like, Marvel comics geek. Yeah. 
like it, like in the old like you know the, from the seventies to the eighties, yeah, yeah. you had that like box yes. on the on the fucking left hand side, right? Yeah, yeah. And it always had like somebody's face on it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Biss will eat this shit it up. Ties in. So I can't. Yeah. And uh, after this, we started doing like Marvel Comics themed event posters, yeah. right? It, like, and I, I'm Ricky wins, and I'm he's the first face in the box. Yeah. Right. Which is fun. Like it's perfect, but um, like, like like we said. Steve's match was one of the first things that we thought about. Hey, what are we going to do with Steve? This was like we took what was left over and made hot dog nachos and fucking sold the fuck out of that them. That sounds good. Exactly. We made them fucking tasty. We put okay. fucking jalapenos on there. We put fucking cheddar cheese. They were fucking awesome hot dog nachos. But they were fucking <laughs> hot dog nachos. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, All right. It wasn't like we are like, oh, man, this event is going to be centered around who the face of the company is. Oh, should we put Steve in there? No, fuck that guy. Steve was... No, that wasn't what happened at all. Steve was bitter as shit and mad about not being in this match. And it's like one of those things where he's just like... There's like... I love him. And I think the world of him. But he takes some of this shit too fucking seriously. And he took this really seriously. He was fucking mad. He was like... Because like later on, he was just like... Why the fuck are these motherfuckers in this fucking match? I'm the I'm fucking I'm in Mr. Inspire Pro, and it's like, dude. But but you, that's also the answer to the question. But this shit isn't real. Yeah, you're you're not in the match because you're already Mr. Inspire Pro. But even still, he got mad. He yeah. was like, not. It's like, man, chill the fuck out. But this also builds into why we did a lot of the stuff that I wound up doing with him because it's like I'm sitting here going like. This guy's having a conniption fit about stupid shit, but it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> so I'm still mad that we did not pull off what I wanted to do with him at the next show because I thought as a last minute fix it was good. But dude, here's the thing. Steve-O, I love you. Don't take this shit so seriously, man. Like, I got your back. It's play fighting in our underwear here. I'm sorry. I always felt like people like Darren got more credit for the shit that Steve-O did, but it's like, he wasn't even in, like, in front of a quarter of the people that came to our shows there. Is that fair to say at this point? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I was talking to somebody last night in a Bucky's about uh, counting attendees in, uh, at ACW shows. I gotta protect the innocent, brother. <laughs> you were at a Bucky's talking about wrestling? Yeah, it was last night, yeah. Okay. Covered in blood. Alright. Covered in another man's blood. Out of Bucky's Who's talking blood? about wrestling. Who's blood? <laughs> Scott Summers. He bled? He did he blade or was it an accident? Uh it was accidental. I have a Dickie shirt that's ruined. I was covered in blood, yeah. Can we talk about how much we love Scott Summers real quick? I love Scott, so okay. I love Russ more than Scott, man, you gotta dial it back, brother. Speaking of people that can't go to five, <laughs> I can only go to fucking eleven. <laughs> okay. All right. My my point is that uh, I think Steve takes this shit too personally sometimes. And I think, in general, a lot of wrestlers can't get that there's like, hey, you have a a high? And I will say this. Good thing mentioned in Scott Summers. He's a guy that gets it like, you know what? You have a high, but you have to fall. Yeah. Because the journey back upward is what makes people love you. Yeah. And when you get it back again, that's important. Yeah. It's storytelling. And that's, you know what, man? Fuck San Antonio. I'm going to end it on that note because people don't get that there. They don't get it. The good guy always wins. 
The good guy. I've seen. I've seen fucking people. The, the seen, good guy painted on, in red. Yeah. <laughs> no. I've seen. I've seen fucking dudes who won a belt come back at the next show without the belt, and I'm like, you didn't fucking lose the belt, dude. Who cares if you win it again? Yeah. You're gonna just and then they win it again. Yeah. It's like you have to. Hey like, man. Title changes get popped. That's probably. why San, but that's why San Antonio sucks because yeah. it's just all yeah. the low point moments cut out, and it's just like it's like every fucking show yeah. is a best of comp. F- fuck some of the promoters. Yeah. Okay. I F- love no. Dil- I love Dylan, but fuck them. Except Dylan, the they can all go fucking yeah. die in a tire fire. I don't care. Yeah. They're all awful. So. I, I was going to And stay. also, fuck running in a Chili's. You were a piece <laughs> of shit. You, how are you going to run in a Chili's and tell me that you drew 600 people? That didn't... That happened. That happened. It wasn't the wrestling brother. It was the fucking... You weren't even there. You weren't even there. I that. wasn't. No, you fucking shit. ducked out. You made me go fucking sit at this fucking <laughs> barn grill where, like, I had to sit there with Amy. Can you blame me? No, but I went there still. It's all, anyway. Um. Anyway, Steve-O, don't take this shit so personally, man. Get, uh, that guy has been fed a lot of shit, but I don't think we fed him no shit. But right? who did? I just uh, think that yeah. he just gets kicked around a lot. Yeah. So you know, th- okay, I think you know, he, here's, I think his first mindset. Is, he's gonna. Wow, you know what? He's gonna tell me to fuck off after this and go. Don't talk to me anymore. But. Steve-O is the guy who gets bullied at the start of a slasher film and then starts killing people. He's the guy. He gets kicked around. Like, he'll be in some fucking high school chemistry class and they'll throw fucking chemicals in his face and he'll run off. And then, ten years later, all the bullies will come back to that high school and then he'll just start fucking pile driving through, them, them through like through coffee tables. That's like what he this, does. This actually sounds like a pretty good angle. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll do that. Anyway, that's the show. We're done. Fuck you, San Antonio. Yeah, fuck San Antonio. Love you, San Antonio. Fuck Bucky's too. And you know what? I I mean, I'm lying. I'm lying. Yeah, I love Bucky's. The fudge. Is great. I really miss talking to Barrett Brown's parents. <sighs> In a Bucky's <laughs> driving back from whatever. Covered in another man's yes. blood. And covered in another man's blood. Okay. Anyway, we'll be back next week.